Hello and welcome to another edition of the Forks Down Podcast. Your one-stop shop for anything and everything surrounding the Seattle Mariners baseball team. My name is Rick Clark, and with me, as always, the guy who thought Cody Rhodes was going to win at WrestleMania last night, which was Sunday, you know, that's when we shoot, Mr. Bo Chisholm. Bo, how are you doing today? Richard, I am uh, I'm doing very well. Um, baseball is back, and I am, uh, I am thoroughly enjoying it. I am... Uh... I'm enjoying these uh, two hour and a half ball games. These uh, stolen bases going all over the place. The the pitch clock that you can't see. I am enjoying all of it. So I am. Uh, I'm really loving it. How are you doing tonight? And how are you enjoying baseball season? Um, I would be enjoying baseball season a whole heck of a lot more if the Mariners were winning. Um, I'm. We're going to get into that later. Uh, but. Yeah, it's been great. Um, I do not like the two hour, two and a half hour games. Um, you know, we've had the. It seems like the Mariners have had the fastest games this season, and there's been a couple times where I'm like, "Oh, I'll at least catch you know the seventh, eighth, and ninth inning at home," and I get home and they're already over. So I don't like it, but I'm also starting to work at an earlier schedule, so you know everything's gonna balance out. Good point. Good point. No, I, uh, it's, it's been, I, I, I'm enjoying it. It's going by fast. I get to watch. I was like the other night I went to, I was in bed. I'm pretty sure that it was like 9 PM. And I think the baseball game was already over. And I was like, what, what is this magic? But anyways, no, I'm loving it so far. Uh, yeah, I thought on the, the outcome side, maybe not loving that as much, but, uh, the speed, the pace, loving that so far. Well, that makes one of us, Bo. <laughs> Before we get to anything, thank you, thank you, thank you for coming back and taking your time to listen to the Forks Down podcast. If you're returning, welcome back. If you're new, hey, come and join in all the fun. Um, you know, the Mariners are just getting started. It might be a little uh, slow out of the gates, but hey, we're going to get there. We're going to be continuing for the playoffs, hopefully. So if you haven't already, please go hit uh, our social media accounts, Facebook, Instagram, um, by searching Forks Down Podcast. Also hit like and subscribe on your podcast listening app. Get notified when we drop new episodes. This week's we're going to start dropping a second episode. Um, we're going to probably shoot it on Wednesdays, drop it on Thursdays. It's going to be kind of a shorter episode, but we're going to detail the weekend series. So, the more information we can get out to you guys, the more informed you're going to be as we get into those series, you know, and, and of course, Bo and I just love, love talking about baseball. So, um, you know, we're, we're so happy to do it and, you know, and we're just, we're having fun with this guys. I, I, I can speak for myself, Bo, are you having fun with this? So far? So good. No, absolutely. It's, uh, I think we said this from the, from when we started, right. Um, it's a passion of ours, something we enjoy, right? It's uh, something fun. It's a great hobby for us. And on top of that, you know, it's the baseball team we love and get to chat as friends every week. I mean, it's uh, couldn't ask for anything more. Love it. Yep. Yep. And, and one thing, you know, on a personal level, you know, Bo and I live hundreds of miles away from each other. It's just nice hearing from one of my very, very best friends, you know, that I grew up with every week to talk about Mariners baseball you know, something that we've always bonded over. So 
with that being said, getting a little bit of sentimental, you know, value in there. Let's uh, let's turn our attention to the Mariners. Um, right now, uh, we're shooting on Monday. Mariners are in the bottom of the sixth as we shoot four three, losing to the Angels. Shohei Itani uh, hit a pretty good knock off of uh, off of George Kirby, knocked him out of the game. But the Mariners are battling back. Um, you know, before we get into last week's series and whatnot. Um, what what have you seen tonight so far? You know that give me one positive and one negative. You know that that you saw tonight that um, you know has been on your mind. Sure. So I mean, the positive for me is um, so George Kirby does have uh, fourteen swing and misses tonight. So I mean, that's uh, that in and of itself um, is what you would always prefer to have, right? Even when you may be missing with couple pitches here and there so if you are swinging if guys are swinging to miss your pitches it's going to give you a better chance of you know putting them out and um getting you more out so i think that's a positive um the negative is still with george kirby it just kind of leaving balls right over the plate right um Mm -hmm. uh, i'm looking at the kind of the stat line right now and let me see i've got nine uh i've got nine sorry i'm trying to pull this up here i've i see Four of the top five hardest hit balls of the evening have gone the Angels' way. And then the next mm-hmm. five hits, have, all four of those have gone the Angels' way. So some quick math tells you that 10 of the hardest hit balls tonight, um, eight of the 10, 10 hardest hit balls tonight have gone <clears throat> to the Angels. So um, it's just Kirby kind of leaving stuff out of the over the plate a little bit. So I think that's probably the negative part is with that great control that Kirby does have, um, he's just going to end up leaving balls over the plate. And I think that's the, that's been the challenge for him tonight. Yeah, yeah, certainly. And um, it is the start of the season. And, and, you know, we did get a full spring this season, which was kind of nice. But um, some of those guys are probably still shaking off a little bit of rust. Um, Kirby kind of had an up and down spring. He didn't start out great. Uh, The final couple appearances that he had, um, he started to show, you know, how dominant he could be. Um, So it's... You know, it's it's game one for him and, and for the Mariners, it's game five. Like, let them get the ring the ring rust off and you know, shake it off and, and they'll get down to business. They I mean, last year, and I've said it before, last year they didn't start really winning ball games until the first of May. So um I hope for our sake, for our sanity, um, you know, it doesn't take till May for them to start winning ball games again, but, um, you know, this is nothing new for Mariner baseball. So starts is pretty synonymous with, with Mariners baseball. So, <laughs> um, before we review the rest of that guardian series, Bo, um, two quick notes here. Uh, the first one Mariners acquire Nick select from the reds for cash considerations. The second, um, the Mariners sign Cesar, excuse me, Cesar, Cesar, Cesar Hernandez, um, you know, formerly formerly with the Phillies, has been with the Indians, you know, in the past. Uh, looks like the Mariners are trying to acquire some middle infield depth here, you know, with, uh, you know, Dylan Moore being on the shelf. Do you think that's a little telling, you know, with Dylan Moore? Could, could he be more hurt than we think? Uh, I, I think so. And, I mean, Dylan Moore doesn't have um... – much of a, I mean, didn't get 
much of any of a spring training ramp up time. Right. So, um, I think it's very telling. I think we, I mean, we chatted about this, right. Um, you, uh, and the Mariners need for, um, this will probably be, the, it should be the last time that we mentioned, we mentioned him because we're not going to ever get him on our team. I think IKF, right. Some version of like an IKF, some middle infielder, some sort of kind of utility guy that maybe the Mariners could bring in, uh, you know, Solax played, um, Solex played a little bit of kind of all over the field. Um, mm-hmm. So I think there's a little bit of that, that he can kind of be a little bit of a utility guy. Cesar Hernandez, like you said, middle up the middle. Um, but uh, yeah, I think Solex is, I think he's only DH thus far in one game at Tacoma. So we'll see where else they Mariners want to move him around, but um, absolutely. I think that middle infield depth, that extra depth that we're kind of looking for, those guys fit the bill for it. And um, we'll kind of see if they end up playing a role somewhere down the line. Yeah. And I know at one point we were talking about how Sam Haggerty might have been, you know, the backup shortstop. Um, maybe we don't have to see him at shortstop much this season if, you know, we're acquiring guys like that. But um, time will tell. I'm sure they're going to. Um, do something with Cesar Hernandez to probably get him some reps in before actually, you know, figuring out what we're going to do with him. But anyways, um, first, first series of the season, um, didn't quite go our way. Uh, Mariners versus guardians Mariners hosting at T-Mobile park. Um, game one was great. Game two, three, and four was, was not, um, you know, at least who, (laughs) At least Luis Castillo um, looked the part of the ace on opening day. I think that's the biggest positive I think I have from the opening series this year. Um, yeah, I mean, certainly from the opening series. I mean, my I think my two, um, Luis Castillo and uh, um, probably Julio thus far. Um, but, uh, I mean, Luis Castillo, 13 swing and misses, and he's just uh, – I mean, he's just fun to watch on the mound. Just feel like he takes control. Mm-hmm. And um, especially now with the pitch clock, he's just moving and grooving, man. Um, and uh, I think for him, um, <clears throat> I mean, really locating all his pitches, the pitch velocity was there um, in terms of like also throwing. Um, I mean, he had the sinker going, the change up the slider. I mean, it was kind of all working for him for the most part. So, um, and then mm-hmm. I think, you're kind of going into like uh, the rest of the bullpen as well. I know that there were some gaps with some, you know, I think some walks and some other things that came along, but really, really exciting first game. But what else from you? I mean, kind of that first game, like what else kind of stuck out to you? And I guess you can kind of open that up to the rest of the series series, but like, what were the main parts that, that you like tune into or that you saw that were positives, I guess, for the Mariners. Um, you know, they're, there was some positives. There wasn't a lot of positives. Ty France opening day. Um, I think I texted you. I, he hit that home run and I immediately pulled up the French national anthem. Um, you know, learning lesson, <laughs> a history lesson for me and me and my wife, Abby, because, uh, we never knew the lyrics to, uh, the French national anthem, but, uh, you know, he, he really, uh, you know, he got it enough of the ball to, to push it out of right field. And, uh, Hey, it was good to see. It was, it was a great win on opening day. Um, you know, Luis Castillo, we don't, we can't say enough good things. Six strong 
Um, only gave up one hit. Um, and you know what? He wasn't the only starter that did really well, um, I guess. Logan Gilbert looks the part of a two or three starter. Uh, he he had good stuff out there, you know, got into a little trouble, but, um, you know, did well. Robbie Ray, unfortunately, was probably, the, you know, the odd man out this weekend because uh, not only did he get shelled, but now he's on the DL with a, excuse me, the IL. I'm used to the, used to calling it the DL, though. <laughs> <laughs> but he's yeah, out you still call the, the you still IL. call the guardians the indians every once in a while and i can't I, that's fun though it's on fun to always poke that but no i uh did you uh did you i guess i didn't even think about an injury when robbie Ware was pitching did you th- did that enter your mind at all when he was kind of struggling those first couple innings at all or does that yeah honestly it it never did just because uh, I had like Vietnam flashbacks last year against the White Sox. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that's, I was actually texting a couple people, you know, the group chat I'm a part of that's a Mariners group chat. And uh, I was telling them, I'm like, I I really, I remember last year against the White Sox where Robbie Ray is pitching in the rain. I'm like, they should probably call this game. And everything he threw, slider right down the middle was a meatball. Fastball right down the middle. It was a meatball, you know, and he gave up four or five runs in one inning. And then like, I think pitched like three innings after that and looked fine. So, you know, after he was getting shelled on, you know, his first start, I'm like, well, you know, doesn't look out of sorts. It's kind of Robbie Ray. So it was kind of really surprising waking up the next day and, you know, seeing Robbie Ray's going on the IL, you know, uh, it was, it was, I guess, good for Chris Flexen, you know, because mm-hmm. he came in in relief that night, and I think he threw 60 pitches. So he's going to be nice and loose for his next start, you know, taking taking Robbie Ray's place until Robbie Ray gets back. But um, grade one left flexor strain. He's going to be out, you know, up to six weeks. You know, I think they're going to take the full six weeks and, uh, you know, make sure he's ready to come back before taking him off the I.L. Yeah, hundred percent. I think uh, Chris Flexen. We're going to see a lot of Chris Flexen over the next couple of weeks. So, um, credit to uh, us holding on to that extra pitching depth, right? Um, mm-hmm. So uh, we'll see a lot of Chris Flexen. Yeah, I think um, you know I'll keep coming back to it, right? Um, but swings and misses are important, and um, I think if we're if like if we're going to take a positive away from this series, it's uh, Julio. I mean Julio. Luis had a lot in the first game. Uh, Chris Flexen came in in the second game, had a lot. Logan had a lot. George has had a lot tonight. So like, there's a lot of positives, I think with the pitching, even though we've seen some struggling, some struggling parts, but um, no, I'm right there with you. And um, yeah, I was a little, I was, I was, I guess very, everybody was very quick to point out the health that the Mariners rotation had last year. And we were, you know, two games into the season and that went all out the window in 2023. So um, yeah. it's funny how those things work. Um, you know, I'm hopeful we'll get Robbie back, um, sometime soon because he did have a very good spring and I think there was, he was riding a lot of momentum coming into this season. So it just sucks to mm-hmm. see him kind of exit this early, but, um, you know, I think that would be a, a good addition to us in a couple you know weeks down the road. So, um, you know. yeah, it, it's funny you bring up, you know, the, the pitching health of the Mariners because the moment someone said that. Obviously, the monkey paw curled, and Robbie Ray was the first to go down. So 
Hopefully that's not a sign of the times ahead because we really can't afford any other other pitchers going down. Um, you know, another person that had a very good start and, you know, one that, uh, you know, I've been very high on. Uh, I collect, try to collect all his baseball cards or at least the ones I can get my hands on. Big dumper, Cal Raleigh, off to a good start. He did have one error on Sunday in extra innings that really – uh, you know, I wouldn't, there was a lot of factors costing the Mariners that game, but that certainly didn't help. Um, but you know, he's, he's swinging a pretty good bat right now. Um, you know, what, what are you seeing from Cal Raleigh that, uh, you know, you're liking? Yeah. I mean, exit velocity for Cal Raleigh is really good. Um, I just feel, I just feel confident when Cal Raleigh's up at the plate more so than, I will say probably other Mariners. I just feel like he's going to come up with a big hit. Um, and uh, I don't want to say we have a lot of guys that I think can come up with big hits, but I just feel very comfortable with Cal Raleigh at the plate, especially when he's hitting lefty. And um, I think we saw that kind of come through a couple of times, the RBI, big RBI double and a couple of other hits here and there. So um, like I think he was one of the guys that I think we were set up for success. Um, I would say on his defensive side, there were, I mean, yeah, we can point out the error that happened on Sunday, but I also kind of thought that there's just been a couple balls that he just hasn't squeezed that have just kind of come directly down the middle or not down the middle, but like right on the edges that would have been called a strike if he just would have kind of squeezed it. So I'm, I guess I'm just kind of hoping he kind of, I think he's maybe, you know, I think he had a little bit of a slower start to spring training as he was kind of recovering from the thumb injury. So my hope is he's just kind of getting back into the swing of things too. But um, on the offensive side for Cal Raleigh, uh, I'm super excited to have him, you know, at his, whatever you want to say, 98th percentile or something like that to start off the season. Right. Rather than him also kind of coming from a slow start um, that he had last year. So big standout to me is also is the, is the dumper. I, I like that as well. Yep. Yep. Um, it's funny you brought up that thumb injury that he's recovering from because there was one ball. I can't remember if it was Saturday or Sunday. Um, ball was kind of tipped and he took it right off the heel of the glove. Um, and he, and he kind of yep. threw his glove in disgust. Um, I'm hoping he didn't re-injure it there. Um, you know, he, he picked up his glove and got back behind the plate, but, you can tell there was some discomfort there. Um, you know, that's just something we need to keep an eye on. And, um, you know, it's good that uh, he didn't start all four games. You know, Tom Murphy came in. Uh, was it Sunday and started or was it Saturday? I think it was Saturday he started. But I, And I think Tom Murphy's starting tonight as well on Monday. So, um, you know, good to, good to see Cal get some time off. Um, you know, and, and, but I'm sure being a competitor, he wants to be out there and making a difference for this team. So, uh, a couple people that haven't been really making a difference this year so far. Um, and just for various odd reasons, uh, have been a couple of our off season acquisitions, uh, Tay Oscar Hernandez and Colton Wong, um, more so Tay Oscar, uh, Colton Wong's got a couple of hits, but, and, and Tay Oscar's got a couple of hits too, but. I feel like uh, Teoscar himself is just swinging in a lot of balls. He looks like he's trying to tee off every time. And it's something I asked you before we started shooting. Um, what was Teoscar's like uh, K rate 
historically. And you said it's about a 30% clip and he doesn't walk a lot. So, yeah. um, you know, that's, it's kind of worrisome watching some of the pitches that he's swinging at. Like a couple of those strikeouts way out of the zone. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think I, I mean, I, this is what we signed up for, right? When we got Teoscar Hernandez, I don't think there was a lot of people that knew the whole entire kind of Teo experience, but um, mm-hmm. Teoscar hits the ball very hard though, right? That double that he had um, 113 mm-hmm. off the bat. I think that's the hardest hit ball the Mariners have had thus far. Um, I mean, the, yeah, I mean, this is what, this is what Teoscar does, right? Um, when he makes contact, it's going to go deep in the gap. It's going to go out of the ballpark, but um, he's uh, yeah. He's a very kind of a, a very true outcomes player of the game, right? It's either going to be a home run, a strikeout or a walk with him most of the time. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I think that's why you're always going to see Teoscar probably bat fourth, fifth or sixth in the lineup and not be super high because just because he has like a little bit of a lower on base percentage. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, when he's going to connect with it and he is going to connect with it, at certain points, right. It's going to leave the ballpark. Um, so I think my hope is we can get the right guys in front of him when he does that. But, um, you know, we're just gonna have to expect a lot of strikeouts from him. I think that's just, uh, just the profile that we got when we, when we signed up for him. So, yep. Yep. Um, I guess Um, Colton Wong. Yeah. I mean, I can, um, you know, a little bit of a mixed bag from Colton thus far. Um, he's been batting in this two hole thus far. Um, yeah, I mean, I think he had an RBI kind of in the the first game of the season. Um, you know, hasn't struck out a lot, but also hasn't really been making super good contact. Has a couple walks. Mm-hmm. Um, a little bit of a mixed bag. Obviously, I don't think we're kind of seeing what we hope to have seen out of these guys yet. But um, I guess I will just I will just say the thing that I've heard a million times today that it's early and we just need to kind of just mm-hmm. you know wait to see with all these guys, but. Um, I'm getting a little tired of that. I don't know if you are. I feel like I've been seeing that everywhere. It's like, oh, it's early. We can't make any judgments. And I get that. But like, um, it's it's a little annoying. But anyways, um, it is early. It is early. We should not expect, you know, the world out of these guys yet. But I think there's some things we should just we should just say, oh, I wonder what's going on here. Right. I, for some instances that that works, you know, you can shake your head at, oh, it's early. You know, these guys are these guys had a full spring, should be ready to go, you know, um, in some aspects, the one thing that I guess I get annoyed with hearing is, you know, uh, and the, the announcers had said it, you know, a couple times during the broadcast, uh, Friday and Saturday, um, Scott is invoking like a 75 pitch count, um, for our pitchers. Um, so a lot of those guys like Luis Castillo probably could have went a little bit longer on opening day, but he hit 75 pitches and, you know, that benefited us. We hit a home run, won the game, whatever. But then he did that in games two, three, and four. And a lot of people that I'm seeing online are complaining about it. It's like, you know, these guys aren't, it's the start of the season. These guys aren't going to go out and throw 100 and, 110 pitches first start of the season. You know, that's just, that just spells disaster. You know, we're looking at Robbie Ray getting hurt like, we're going to have more injuries if we're going out first game of the season. And you actually pulled up a stat, you know, there hasn't been, there's only been what five pitchers go more than seven innings so far in the whole entire MLB. Yeah. Five pitchers that have 
gone more than six innings. So you're talking about oh, you're talking you're talking innings. about five pitchers that have gone seven innings this far, right? Like this is mm-hmm. this is the way baseball is played nowadays, right? Like um, mm-hmm. to get a complete game, right, is a shocker, right? Like unless you're Sandy Alcantara, um, you know you can you can guarantee that your pitcher's typically not going to throw a complete game, right? Like you can you can mm-hmm. count. Uh, there was 12 pitchers that threw complete games in baseball last year, right? Like it going, going nine innings, going eight innings, going seven innings nowadays is, uh, is very unique. Five innings is the new seven innings. Right. And especially early in the season, this is exactly what we should expect. Right. Like we're not gonna, we're not gonna overuse our guys. And, um, yeah, I think it's just, everybody's doing this and the Mariners aren't unique. Right. That's, I think that's what we should mm-hmm. take away from that. Yep. 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 Um, one thing, you know, that I noticed with the pitching staff and you've noted it on our, our sheet here, um, seems like they're walking a lot of guys. Uh, again, Luis Castillo didn't have a lot of walks, but, um, Robbie Ray in his, what was it? Five innings of pitching gave up, was it five walks or six walks? I think it was five walks, Mm -hmm. which matched his season high from last year. Um, and then. You know, we saw some walks from some guys, some relievers. Penn Murphy, um, you know, came in and gave up a couple walks. I think there was eight walks total. Um, I don't expect, you know, we given up the fourth most walks. I think that's less on Mariners pitching. I think that's more on the Guardians um, being very, very patient. They're a very patient ball, ball club, it seems like, from top to bottom. Um, and, you know, it just... It sucks because we see them twice, um, you know, at the start of the season. But I think this is also the only time we see him this season. So, yeah, I think we're done with the Guardians after. Um, yeah, I think, I think it's coming weekend. Um, and uh, no, you, you make a good point. The Guardians, um, they're a good control of the zone team. They, mm-hmm. um, I think Stephen Kwan kind of sets the. Sets the, sets the pace for that team, right? With him and just the good plate discipline that he has, um, extending at bats. Mm-hmm. They did a good job of doing that the last couple of games. Um, so I think it's a good point. I think it's, again, we shouldn't, you know, the, the walks that we've given up and not something that we should be, you know, overly concerned about right now, just something to keep an eye on as we kind of go forward. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I think, you know, you said it, but like, I think the Mariners gave up. I think we've given up. 16 walks thus far five of those came from robbie white robbie ray and one start so you know maybe not fully representative of everything that's going on with the mariners right now um mm-hmm. so again something just to watch but uh nothing that i'm you know overly concerned about right now yeah and, and furthermore you know going back to this guardian series um you know they are a patient team they like to play the small ball i think i mean they added some power this season with josh bell um uh, and Mike Zanino and obviously Mikey Z uh we know a lot of being a former Mariner um he really put it on display you know he had a, a three-run home run on Sunday and um you know just hit the ball really well it seemed like when he was um at bat um so you could probably expect him to have a little bit more power this season but last season you know with a lot of the same players uh, they were near the bottom of the league in home runs. So they 
they really are the type of team that plays the small ball very well. Um, a lot of, a lot of guys in motion, um, bunts, you know, you're, you're expected to see a lot more bunts with them. Um, you know, and then when they do get, uh, the bat on the ball, they just, they hit it really hard, put it in play, put it in the gaps. And, and like you said, Stephen Kwan, you know, looked like a legitimate all-star, um, this series, you know, I know it's just the first week of the series, but, um, he really hit the ball. Well, had five RBIs on Saturday, you know, and, and, you know, looked like, uh, uh, you know, a legitimate leadoff hitter for them. So, um, you know, Mariners do need to score more runs, like, you know, but it's hard to do that when you've got, you know, the Indians coming up and, and putting up eight, nine, ten runs, you know, hmm. on you. So, yeah, no. And I think um, going back to the Guardians are also um, when they put the ball in play, um, they hit it really hard right? Just the balls. And pl- I think about that game on Saturday um, when, you know, Logan had um, 15 swing and misses. Logan still looked really good. Um, mm-hmm. You know, repeating something we've already talked about, right? Uh, five, of the, Four of the five hardest hit balls in that game were by the Guardians, one by Josh Naylor and the others the other by Andres Jimenez on a home run. Um, mm-hmm. I think the the story goes right now that teams are just hitting the ball harder than the Mariners, and um, yeah, we need to get the ball and play more. We need to hit it harder, and um, you know, hopefully, we'll be able to put some more runs up like that. So, um, we'll see. Yep, one and three is not an ideal start, but um, I certainly think we have some winnable games coming up. Um, you know, this this next series. You know, we're playing the Angels right now, and uh, that's who we got. Uh, Kirby uh, versus Reed Detmers tonight. Um, game's already going on. Kirby's already out of the game. Reed Detmers is already out of the game. It's currently 4-3 going into the top of the eighth. Um, Showway again, you know, I, I said this at the top of the show. Showway, um, you know, was kind of the difference here. So far, he hit a home run. Um Tonight has kind of been the, and I guess we saw this in the last series, um, leaving runners on base. Uh, into the seventh, we left two runners on. Um, I think it was the fifth had two runners on. You know, we're, we're just leaving runners on base, um, runners in scoring position. And that's not going to be, you know, that's not going to lead to a lot of wins if we can't bring them around. Um, and, and I feel... You know, I've I've heard a lot of good things about Reed Detmers. I feel like Reed Detmers is a very, very um, winnable game. You know, I I I don't buy the hype, even though he threw a no hitter last year. Yeah, I mean, he's still a pretty toolsy kind of crafty lefty. Um, mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong; I think he probably has a a nice career ahead of him. So you know, probably a solid. I could probably put him at a, as a three starter somewhere in there. Um, but uh, yeah, I just thought that there were some balls that Mariners probably could have put in play better tonight. Um, they, he gave him a couple walks early on um, that we didn't really take full advantage of. <clears throat> um, but you've uh, you've pinpointed it right. Um, Ty France left on base four runners tonight. Ty Oscar left on base mm-hmm. four runners tonight. 
Um, Eugenio left three runners on base tonight, and AJ Pollock left three runners on base tonight. That's your two, three, four, and five hitters, right? Um, do we just can't, you know, continue to have that happen, right? Um, but uh, I guess what I'm coming back to, what I keep, what I keep, you know, kind of going back to is that I think we're getting solid pitching performances, and even though you know, I think. George kind of got hit around a little bit hard tonight. Um, uh, I think we, I think we are in a good position with our pitching staff that um, it kind of feels like if we, I think just continue to do the the small things right and get back to a point where we're just scoring some runs, I think our pitching is going to hold. And mm-hmm. I think it's just, uh, just kind of the first of the season here, kind of dusting off some cobwebs um, and you know, I'm I'm hopeful that we'll kind of pick it up as we go along with the rest of you know this week especially, and you know when we go back to Cleveland and seeing them the second time. So that's my that's my aspirational hope there for the Mariners this week. Yep. 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 Detmerch tonight, tomorrow, Luis Castillo takes the mound, second start of the season against Jose Suarez. Again, another winnable game if we can bring runners around. Um, Suarez, kind of a lot of the same like Detmers. You know, doesn't throw. Too hard, toolsy lefty. Um, another lefty on the mound, though, probably means we're not going to see Kelnick or Cal. I would assume Cal is not getting the start with Tom Murphy hitting lefties really well. Um, again, that that could change. You know, Luis Castillo. You know, sometimes you get catchers that are kind of personal catchers for pitchers. Um, we'll see what happens. You know, if if Cal gets the starter or um, Murphy gets to start there, but, um, again, Bo, another, another winnable game tomorrow, I think. Absolutely. And, um, I think looking at the stats, I've got, I've got it pulled up here against Jose Suarez. We've got, uh, JP Crawford career 400 hitter against Jose Suarez. Ty France, a career 357 home a hitter against, uh, Jose Suarez. Um, mm-hmm. Oscar Hernandez has a home run off Jose Suarez in his career. Um, so uh, absolutely. I think it's a winnable game. Um, I think we've got the right power and the right, right-handed power, especially to, I think do some damage. So <clears throat> I'm hopeful the Mariners break Mariners bats break out tomorrow. I think it's, it would be a good time for it. And um, yeah, even somebody like AJ Pollock, it'd be good to see AJ Pollock get a hold of one as well. Cause just how given his history and how well he hits against left-handers. But um yeah, that's I, I got a big hope that tomorrow we're gonna be able to kind of turn this around. Um, that's my that's my hope there. We're just given the guys that we have going, the history against Jose Suarez, um, and you know the recent performance. I think it's time to pick it up a little bit. So we'll see. Yeah, yeah. Well, I hope we can turn it around against him because uh, to close out the series on Wednesday we've got Flexen versus Otani. Um, are they? Correct me if I'm wrong, Bill, because I thought last year um, Otani always had an extra day in between starts. Um, I thought he, I thought they kind of did a six pitcher type uh, type rotation with Otani. Uh, it seems like they've got one through five, and Otani's coming around for you know second time already. Uh, is that a little surprising to you? Because it kind of is to me. Um, it's a little surprising, but I. I also think the angels are just kind of going for it. Like, I just think that they want their best guys out there. And Otani's, I think, I think obviously their best pitcher. And, um, 
it kind of seems like the guys just made a steal at this point and um i think they're just going for it um so it's a it's a little surprising i think maybe but um just given i don't know you think of the workload of somebody that's also hitting you would naturally think that maybe they need more time off but um I don't know. Like I said, I think the Angels are just going for it. I think the Angels have tried numerous things in the past couple of years and it just never worked out for them. So, like, you know, they're just going to go back to why don't we try some of the diffs and we're just going to throw Otani out there every, you know, fifth day. So, um, could, yeah. could, could we be fair to say then maybe, maybe that's their plan, but, you know, they wanted to get a, a good jump on the Mariners being. They're probably, you know, the Mariners are probably going to be their main competition in the ALS this season. Maybe they wanted to squeeze another start in with Otani just to, you know, you know, get that, show them that they're not screwing around this year because they didn't, you know, play as great. Well, I guess they had a winning record against the Mariners last year, but, you know, when it, when it mattered, you know, they didn't win the games that they needed and obviously finished under 500 again. Would it be fair to say maybe – you know, Otani's getting that extra start because, you know, of who they're facing. Potentially, <clears throat> potentially. And the uh, the Angels have an off day on Thursday like us as well. So maybe there's a little bit of that. They wanted to get him get him in before the off day, at least. So I could see it. Mm-hmm. I could see it. But um, yeah, we'll see how it we'll see how old Otani kind of rolls there on uh, there on Wednesday. Um, I think going down the line here. Um, not a lot of success for the Mariners when it comes to old Otani. Um, I believe Julio does not have a, does not have a hit off Otani in his career. Um, sounds like a good time. To sounds get like one. a good time to get one. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. JP Crawford again. Uh, we always forget how long JP Crawford has been with the team, but JP Crawford has the most, uh, played appearances against Otani. Um, two eighty six hitter. Um, he also does have a home run off, J- off of Otani. Um, but also Jared Kelnick has a home run off Otani as well. So, um, yep. something to see, keep an eye on. Yep. Uh, the two players that you kind of mentioned here, uh, in the preview, one being Taylor Ward and my stream is a little ahead of yours, bro. So I'm sure you're just about catching it now. He just hit a home run off of Matt Festa, uh, yep. right into center field. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure if Julio probably got a better jump on the ball, he probably could have tried to rob it, but I don't I think it looks like he kind of lost the ball. Six, three angels over the Mariners right now in the top of the eighth. Um, it's, it's funny because you pointed out he's got the hot hand coming in the series. You know, they came into the series two and one um, scored a lot of runs against the A's. Uh, I, I will say the first game was kind of funny. You know, they lost in Otani's first start and, it was kind of historic, you know, because he had, what, he had like 10 strikeouts and uh, pitchers with the lead coming out of the game with 10 strikeouts mm. historically have won the game and they lost. And um, the the big thing that was uh, shown afterwards, Anthony Rendon grabbing a fan after the game and uh, saying some very colorful language to him. Um, I'm sure you saw the video, but, uh, he is suspended for the series and for two of the next two games after wherever they go, I didn't pull up where the angels play next, but he got suspended five games, uh, for that little altercation. Yeah, I think he, I think he, uh, 
appealed and he I think he got four games out of it and just decided he was going to start a suspension. So, um, yeah, I, uh, I was a little surprised by, by all that. I don't, I, I, I don't know. That's, that's how much, how much could you actually care about what fans think? I guess that's the thing that just befuddled me was just like, how much, like how, like, why would you even care about, what a guy in the yeah. stands was saying, but I don't know. You you make millions of dollars. I I don't know I can see it both ways. If he was saying something like very vulgar, you know, racial or whatever, you know, have it be okay. I can see why you would get in his face, but um, and of course we didn't see what he said, mm-hmm. you know. Right. But if it's a guy just like generally heckling you, you know, laughing at you because you struck out, like have a thick skin. Yep. Have a thick skin. You know, there's no room in in baseball. There's no room in all sports to have hate of any kind. But if it's just heckling, just just let it go. Just let it go. You you look like a fool. And honestly, whatever was said, we're not probably going to know. You know, there's always three sides to a story. And I think anyway, he's kind of coming out of it, not looking, you know, fresh on either side of it. So, right. um, you know. Anthony Rendon, what do you do? But, um, you know, I don't think they're going to be hurting, judging by tonight, because, again, Taylor Ward has a home run. Uh, Shohei Otani's got a home run. The only one that hasn't done anything, and I love that you put it in the the notes here as such. Uh, Mike Trout, your your question was, how is Mike Trout going to hurt us this time? (laughs) I saw that, and I just started laughing, because it seems like he hurts us all the time. So. Yeah, I think they flashed it up on the broadcast there that it was uh 1.1 on base per, on base plus slugging plug on base plus slugging percentage against the Mariners career I think at T-Mobile Park. So yeah, yeah. I just The next closest you know. the next closest was David Fletcher with like a 743 uh, yeah, something like that. You know, which was which is a 400 point difference. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, but um, um anyways I I also look how you put the Anthony Rendon notes in. Will Anthony Rendon be suspended suspended during this series? You typed in bold. Yes, he is. <laughs> you have you have very good notes. I love it. Well, uh, uh, yeah, no, I think that's positive. And then Gio Urshela botched one from third base today. So you know, if we if we only could have taken more advantage of all that, but. Um, yeah, Anthony Rendon's not going to be there. I mean, that's a positive for the Mariners. And again, hopefully we could take advantage of it. Doesn't seem like we're doing full of that tonight, but um, yeah, we got two more games to hopefully have that have that happen. Yep. I you know I tell you, Bo, I I'm about ready to turn the game off. I mean, we'll see how you know we only got two innings to go, but uh, the Kraken are winning five one right now. Granted, they're playing Arizona. Mm-hmm. You know, Arizona's not the best team, but. Um, Maybe soon we'll have to do another Kraken episode as they uh, get ready for the playoffs. You know, maybe, maybe just maybe that'll happen. You know, we're full of surprises, especially if we're doing two episodes a week now. That's right. We could, uh, we could definitely fit in a Kraken episode. That's right. So, so. um, I guess I would be remiss, uh, if I didn't, uh, I mean, you texted me at one point about, um, our favorite, uh, our favorite boy Kelnick at one point saying that he needed to swing the bat some more to, you know, at least try to swing a little bit more. Um, Mm -hmm. I guess, how are you feeling now after the spring that he had and kind of what you've seen 
I guess thus far, how are you feeling about him? Uh, <laughs> I think I was saying that after opening day, mm-hmm. like a lot of the same, God, you got to swing the bat. And then he came out in game two and had three strikeouts. And I'm pretty sure all three of them were swinging. So I guess I just can't win with, with Kelnick. Um, <laughs> um, you know, I'm rooting for the guy. That's the, that's the problem. I want to see him succeed. You know, we're probably not going to see him. You know, we're not seeing him tonight. We're probably not going to see him tomorrow against Suarez. Um, you know, so I just, I'm hoping for the best. I'm hoping, you know, that first series, he just looks at it as, you know, as you not like to hear, but it's early. We're going to turn it around <laughs> and we're going to go onwards and upwards with him again. I, uh, I, I think he can be the type of player that gets some MVP votes. Maybe, maybe not this season, like I predicted, but, um, you know, I certainly hope it's in a Mariners uniform. I really, 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 really don't want to see him on the former Mariners subreddit, um, going to an all-star game or getting MVP votes, you know, shout out to the former Mariners subreddit if you've not seen it, (laughs) but, um, you know, it's a it's a hoot sometimes looking at the success of all the former Mariners in the in the league. So, um, yeah, mm. but okay. he's he's swinging the bat after after I asked him to politely swing the bat. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, no, I uh, I think there's some positives there. Um, for his first pitch swing, his first pitch swing percentage is down a little bit. He's a little bit of a less whiff rate. We'll see if it continues, obviously. But again, just things just to keep an eye on as we uh, as we go forward. So, um, yeah. one of the one of the group chats that I'm in, the Mariners group chats. Uh, my friend Brad put it together. Shout out Brad again. I shouted you out last week. Um, one of the kids he added uh, was sitting actually by Kelnick's parents or Kelnick's parents. Um, you know, during the opening series and uh, actually was on the field at one point after a game, taking pictures with him. So um, I thought that was kind of cool. Um, you know, awesome. he, he told us that clinic said, you know, Hey, uh, you know, we're going to come out and give it our best. And I mean, obviously it didn't happen in the first series, but it, it's, it's early, Bo. It's early. <laughs> I can see you smiling. It's early. <laughs> So, <laughs> uh, when can when anyways. can we stop? When can we stop saying it's early? Do we like May May first? Okay, okay, May first. Gotcha. Okay, we've got we've got four more weeks of this, Bill. <laughs> it's good, early. Good. It's early. Good. Good. I, I'm sure our fans are going to be like, "God, stop freaking saying it's early. <laughs> Just stop it." <laughs> uh, anyways, so yeah. um you got any predictions for the last couple of games against the angels before we, uh, we head out of here. Um, like I, I think maybe what I said, big game on Tuesday. That's I think, I think it's set up for given our guys history against, uh, the angels and Jose Suarez, um, lefty on the mound. I'm going to, I'm going to hope for a big game. That's kind of what I'm, that's kind of what I'm looking for on Tuesday. And then, um, you know, we'll give them, we'll give them the best game we got on, on Wednesday, right? Um, it's kind of kind of where I see right now. That's kind of where I'm going. What about you? Anything? Anything to keep an eye on? What do you got? I think you know we're not looking good 
on Monday tonight, but I think we are going to win the next two games. That it would be my prediction. Uh, let's keep in mind it's it's early in the season. <laughs> I hate you. I hate you. I I hate you. But the Angels are zero and one in Otani starts. <laughs> Soon to be zero and two in Otani starts. So that is my prediction. I think we we come out of here two and one, um, and and get the ball back rolling into what I I would say it's a going to be a pretty big series against the Indians because it's going to be our last uh, our last time seeing them before the uh, the. Uh, Sorry, you just did it again. You just did it again. You just called them the Indians, so I just had to call you out there. Yeah. Oh God, dang it! God dang it! Did I really call it? Let yeah, and you said something. You okay. said something that was a hoot earlier too. I think you're just. I think you're just an old man. That's what I think. Just stuck in your ways. Dude, I'm starting to wake up earlier and go to bed earlier. God, I certainly feel old. I'm starting to feel like you. God, that's right. That's right. <clears throat> Do you? Uh, I I would be as you would say remiss if I didn't ask. Did you have a trivia question tonight? Um, I kind of blew it. I was going to ask who has the most um, hits against Otani, right? But um, I kind of blew that. So I'll come more prepared next week. So we'll do that. Okay. Yep. Cool. Cool. I'm waiting with Zen-like patience. So. Yep. <laughs> well, if you don't have anything else, I don't have anything else. We can wrap this up and get out of here. Remember, folks, we will be back on Thursday with a preview um of the weekend series uh, against the indians so for bochism i'm rick clark and i definitely did not do the outro so <laughs> and you called up the good indians again and you called up the indians again i'm really i'm really striking out really striking out okay let's try this out no i'm even keeping this in let's let's try the outro business again we will preview the Guardians weekend series on Thursday. So be here or be square. <laughs> For all our listeners in the Puget Sound, Pacific Northwest, and beyond, thank you for taking the time to listen to another edition of the Forks Down podcast. For Bo Chisholm, I'm Rick Clark, and we will see you guys next week.